0: Hello, I'm Chanel. Um, Welcome to my podcast. This is the pilot episode. Um, I'm very excited to uh, be doing this as it's, you know, it's a passion of mine and it's um, a fun pastime that I enjoy doing, Uh, watching movies and and then having discussions with friends, uh, family about them and, you know, what I like, what I don't like, Um, you know, how it is relatable to me, like characters or maybe situations in movies and whatnot that's portrayed characters you know just things like that um but uh basically this is the pilot episode so um what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give you a breakdown of the podcast um uh, what it's all about and uh that's it uh so initially um what we'll be doing is we'll be watching movies and then um we'll be basically summarizing what happened in the movie uh talk about our likes and dislikes um uh, like I just said about the relatable um, portrayals that we see, uh, what we watch, and also um, relatable characters and whatnot. Um, also, we're going to be uh, going through different types of movies. So, that'll be new, old, um, remakes, um, uh, uh, originals, Netflix, Netflix originals, and um, series is also we'll be going through uh many jo- different genres of movies so you know for instance we'll be going through horrors uh comedies um uh, romantic romantic films and whatnot whatever's appealing to uh, you listeners and myself um also we want as much re- uh, interaction as we can with you uh, in uh, listeners and you know we want your takes and we want your um, uh, views on the movies we watch so uh, without further ado I'd like to get into it uh, the first movie that I've chosen to watch um, it was just because it was uh, something that I hadn't watched in a long time it had been a couple of years since i'd watched this movie and i uh, just wanted to watch it again to see what my um perception of it would be now because i was very young when i watched it i think i was about 17 i'm now 31 so yeah i wanted to see how i perceived it this time so the first movie i'll be speaking about on the movie discussion cooker will be um the 1990 flatliners uh starring Keith sutherland Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, William Baldwin, and Oliver Pratt. Um so without further ado, um, let's uh get into it. Alright. Today's a good day to die. Flatline. Thirty seconds to go. Hello and welcome to the movie discussion cooker. Today we're speaking about the nineteen ninety Flatliners movie. And um this movie is uh, basically about five medical students who decide to conduct uh, a dangerous experiment to learn more about the afterlife. Um, however, uh, things go terribly wrong. Because what they do discover is they're not really learning about the afterlife. But they're bringing, dredging up um, past experiences that they've lived. Um, uh, excluding one character, um William Baldwin uh, who plays Joe um he he's um going through a basically a lot of promiscuous behavior he um he basically videos females he's um, having intercourse with without telling them so um that's his sin basically but um all the rest of them they, they they've they've gone through some sort of tra- childhood trauma and um, what's happening is once they're um, dying, they're um, dreaming about um, what they've done in their, in their life, their past life or past experiences, bar uh, William Baldwin, as I said before. Um, but basically the film is um, about them finding a way to uh, die and then being able to uh bring themselves back to life uh obviously because they're medical students um they know how to resuscitate people and you know save people but uh they, they're using that knowledge um in a way so that they can uh, manipulate um the uh the way of dying basically so you know they're, they're dying but trying to find out uh what happens after um the the character that Julia Roberts plays Julia Roberts plays um Dr. Rachel um she she to me is uh looking through looking for answers because she doesn't understand why her father killed himself and um I think she's looking for an answer to find out whether he's gone to a good place um which I think is absolutely ridiculous because I don't think you could ever find that anything out like that in the space of time that they are only permitted to die for. So uh, she dies for... I think she flatlines for four minutes or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Um, but I think it's about four minutes, which is the, the longest that any of them have flatlined for. Um, out of the four of them, um, Oliver Pratt, who plays Randy, does not, uh, go under at all, in the, throughout the whole movie, the only, um, four do, that do is, uh, Keith Sutherland, who, who plays Nelson, um, Julia, Kevin, and, uh, William Baldwin, uh, these four go under, um, so, basically, uh, yeah, so, I'm talking about, um, Julia Roberts, uh, part, uh, yeah, she, she seems to want to know about what happens when her father died and where he went um now before that she was asking people who have experienced a uh, death so the patients that she's working with at the hospital she's asking them what she what they saw when they were um, flatlined and uh they're all Apparently, saying the same thing, bar one hysterical uh, patient, a blonde lady, who um, is basically making it seem like it's all roses and bright lights and stuff like that. Um, Which she, uh, Julia, in the movie, does make a little funny uh, joke and says, You know, I think you should lay off the meds um, (laughs) because uh, she's you know it sounds like she's been hallucinating more than she's actually experienced something but she's taken most of her uh, patients serious with what they've told her because they all cooperate with each other basically so she wants to see for herself so that's julia roberts um julia roberts is dr rachel sorry her her reasons for wanting to to do this flatline experiment now, uh, Keith Sutherland, um, his reasons seem to be that he wants fame. Um, and that he wants to uh, find out something that's never been found out before. He wants to be fam- a famous doctor, um, medical doctor, um, scientist. Um, but what he um, seems to encounter is his past um trauma which was bullying a child and that resulted in that child's death um and what seems to happen is the child that he um he and a group of friends participated in bullying um and it resulted in the death um comes back to basically um haunt him Um, but it's not so much a haunting because like I say because they've died Uh, what uh, this is what I believe I believe that they've crossed a dimension which they shouldn't have crossed now rather than um, what they're trying to actually do I don't believe that they're actually um, you know going to heaven or wherever whatever they think is out there i don't think they're doing that what they're doing is they're crossing dimensions and bringing back entities from different dimensions which is what the film's about really so they're bringing back the dimension is their past basically um because they've the keith sutherland he's brought back a young boy that he would killed um and that young boy is basically you know tormenting him uh physically tormenting him um you know it, it, there's a couple of scenes where he's brutally attacked by this child and obviously this child has a you know amazing strength over him um and then there's um julia robert's um flatline experience which is when she goes back in time also to when her father killed his killed himself um, but these are all past events so what we can say is that what's happened is they've only crossed into a dimension which is the past but we can also argue that it can all be to do with a psychological factor that you know they've felt bad about doing something now in in um keith sutherland's uh case he obviously feels remorseful for killing a child um you know obviously he was a child himself but he obviously feels remorseful for that so that's played on his mind psychologically and um in the sense of judith roberts she believes that it's her fault that her dad killed herself because she walked in on him taking drugs and the shame of it she believes the shame of it for her father was he didn't want his daughter to see him that way and decided to kill himself because he couldn't live with himself that she'd seen him that way so she blamed herself so we can all argue that that's a psychological thing that's a psychological trauma and now with kevin bacon his is less serious of the two uh, of the three sorry um because uh sorry william baldwin he's 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 not an, um childhood trauma he's is an actual present day tra- uh, tr- well a present day um you know um remorsefulness basically as in like he feels bad that he's been taking advantage of all these women uh by sleeping with them and not giving getting consent to record them while doing so and um he's obviously going to get married too uh, which it shows that is it shows this character uh, the character that his wife, um, uh, I think it's Anne Cauldron. Yeah, so that's his wife, uh, wife to be. Uh, Hope Davies, played played uh, play by Hope Davies. Ha- La- Sorry, played by Hope Davies. Basically, so um, he feels bad about that. But so to be honest, that his his accounts of um you know flatlining it's not really got anything to do with the movie i don't think i don't think it's of any importance at all it's quite a um a dead um storyline for him you know i don't think that's really i mean he's still doing he's doing those actual things you know in the present time it's got nothing to do with um past or anything so it doesn't cooperate with all the rest of the um, character storylines it doesn't make any sense so i don't know why they did that for him that that storyline is very flat <laughs> excuse the pun uh but um with Kiefer sutherland uh, like i say i think he's is um he's remorseful for the, the death of a child with uh julia roberts she's remorseful for the death of her father and uh with kevin Bacon. He's remorseful of uh, bullying a, a young girl at um at his uh, school, at his primary school. Um. C- uh, what what we see with him is um basically his experience of it all is she as a young self uh, comes back to um haunt him I say haunt uh, but uh, basically the entity from the past comes. Into his present day life, and basically um you know hurls abuse at him the way he held abuse at her as a, as a child, basically the exact same words she uses on him or what he used on her as a, what he said to her on a, as a child um, now the only way to uh receive redemption. Um, for the three now there's only three that receive redemption that i perceive in this film um keith sutherland julia roberts and kevin Bacon, Uh, nelson dr rachel and uh, david Uh, they are the only three that receive redemption because uh, william baldwin's fiancee ends up leaving him which is rightfully so you know obviously he's been cheating on her um so basically he doesn't get the chance i don't think to uh, be uh, to have to get to gain redemption but then i don't think that it's something that he will live with forever this is what i I think this is why i think there's no point to his storyline because um one he doesn't get need redemption because he's doing he was doing it in present day to the person he was doing it to has left him so you know obviously he's going to feel remorseful about that but there's not really a lot of things he can do to redeem himself, you know, apart from go and apologize to all the females he's had to you know, he's done that with, um deceived that way. So but, but then he doesn't even show that. So there's there's actually no point in his storyline at all. They might as well have um done the same thing uh as in not let him go under like Oliver Pratt didn't uh, Randy, the character. He didn't go under Because he was scared, he didn't want to lose his uh, medical license, I'm sorry, his his place at a medical training centre. He didn't want to lose anything, you know, everything he's worked for basically. Um, But, um, you know, it just didn't make any sense that they would give him that flat line experience. It was just, there's no point in it. I thought it was just nonsensical. Um, But with uh, Kevin Bacon, his route to redemption is to find the girl he used to bully, he tracks her down, he goes to her home, uh, sees a daughter who strikingly resembles the uh, woman when she was a child, Um, I think it's an, um, a visual representation of, you know, the little girl, and what, you know, the fact that when he sees the little girl he obviously brings back memories of how he treated her um you know and things he said to her which was uh not nice <laughs> to say the least but um yeah um he apologizes to her and she accepts it uh to be honest she's grown up now she's an adult and um doesn't seem to have really affected her as much as it was affecting him for uh, putting her through that so um she accepts his apology and um he goes about his merry way and and that's it then you know uh, apparently that's resolved all that abuse that he gave her when she was a child um it seems like he really does feel bad for what he's done and he really does you know want to to get her um Wants to for her to accept his apology, basically. Wants to receive, wants her to receive and accept it. Uh, Julia Roberts, um, her means of redemption. Now, I don't believe that she needed redemption because she was a child, and um, what had happened was the reason. I think the reasoning being for her to um, blame herself was because the very thing that her mother said when she um, saw her dad taking drugs was look what you've done now it's your fault as the father stormed out of the bathroom and ran down the stairs um, to his car where he kills himself shoots himself in the head Uh, but I don't believe that she actually needed anything to be um, repent to repent for basically she didn't have any reason to have to be um remorseful but obviously you try and tell a child that when their mother the person that's meant to be protecting them blames them for the the death of their husband you know their father you try and explain that to a child obviously she's taken that to adult life taking that through to adult life and that's why she um feels you know um the way she does i think that's what the character is trying to portray you know it's a childlike state of mind to believe you know what your parents tell you so um yet yeah, her way of fixing that seems to be she encounters her father in kevin bacon's bathroom uh after they're just um you yeah, had intercourse they actually uh get together throughout the movie so that's a, there's a, a romantic aspect to it so them to end up together but um basically uh, she sees her father in Kevin, ba- Kevin Bacon's bathroom and um he's taking drugs um he's injecting himself um but stops when he sees her her adult form um they embrace in a hug uh he says sorry to her which, in turn, I think that is where it takes takes the weight off her shoulders of the burden of feeling like it's her fault for her father's death. Um, because by hearing him say that he's sorry for his actions, for what he did, right, I think that reinforces in her that it wasn't her fault and that he wants her to live her life without you know, blaming herself for his death, so I think that's how she gains back, you know, um, her portrayal of herself, and she doesn't see herself anymore as um, to blame for her father's death, which then, obviously, um, in turn, makes her no longer see these uh, visions of her father, it keeps what happens is the scenes before that happens this keeps being scenes after a flatlining experience where she sees all red and she keeps seeing her dad uh she sees him while she's in um an exam a, med- a medical exam when they're um working on um a dead patient and they're um examining that dead patient she sees the dead patient as her father and he reaches out for her she keeps having these um flashes of um her father in distress um and zombie-like really so uh that obviously halts that ceases as the second she embraces the hug with her father and realizes that it wasn't her fault as a child uh, for the, the death of her father um now so with those two you know, intact, and no longer, you know, feeling guilt, you know, and um, feeling remorseful, Um, you know, with Kevin Bacon receiving redemption, with Julia Roberts um, receiving, um, you know, no longer holding guilt, Um, and we could have the last one, Heifer Sutherland, the last character, to um, Nelson, to, you know, Gain redemption, basically. And how he does it is he... um, Decides to flatline again. um, To basically apologise... To the young boy... uh, Joshua Rudy. uh, Rudy. That's the uh, actor uh, of Billy Mahoney. Which is the young boy that... uh, As a child, Nelson, Keith Sutherland, uh, killed. Now, he... Flatlines himself, Keita Sutherland, uh, to get back to a state where he can speak to Billy Mahoney and um apologise for what he did. Now initially he was he went to a correctional facility after the death of this uh of Joshua Rudy, Billy Mahoney, um and uh he said in the film you know I thought my debt had been paid but obviously not because once he'd flatlined, it dredged up all these past traumas of everything he's gone through throughout life being and feeling guilty so he still obviously didn't feel like he had paid his debt because he wouldn't have brought back all he wouldn't have brought back all these memories of what happened and how he you know how he ended up being the result of a child dying... so he still hadn't come to terms with it... it's obvious... Um, but what had happened... to try and regain that... you know redemption... is he went under... uh, flatlined himself... and um, tried to find... Billy Mahoney... which he does... Uh, he ends up in a tree... the exact same way... Billy Mahoney died... Uh, Billy Mahoney is the one... chucking stones... which obviously was what really happened was it was the other way around. Um Keith Sutherland was the one chucking the stones and the one that ended up hitting him uh hitting Billy Mahoney, Billy Mahoney falling to the ground from a tree, uh which the tree impales his dog and impales him. Um and um ends up saying sorry to the uh the young boy. But in, not so much in words because what happens is uh Keith sutherland ends up falling to the ground just as uh, billy mahoney did and um obviously in that state um the billy mahoney the young boy steps over him with his dog and uh sort of smiles at him to say you know you understand now what you've done basically and um sort of an I forgive you stare because he does a little smirk at the end too and then uh, walks off so basically at this point um Nelson uh the character of Keith Sutherland um is dying he's he's dead he's 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 dead and uh, he's been under for a long time because obviously he'd flatlined himself and uh so in a rush to get to him uh julia roberts kevin bacon william baldwin oliver platt are um rushing to get to him uh when they do get to him uh they're you know frantically trying to get him back to life um which there's a there's a part when they give up and they stop because he's just not breathing and he's just not coming to um kevin Bacon gets um really frustrated, really scared, and starts um, pounding on uh, Keith Sutherland's chest to, uh, you know, try and um, wake him, well, it's really frustration, but uh, he's trying to wake him, and um, then it's, they halt, they stop trying to wake him and just accept that he's gone, but then uh, Kevin Bacon decides, no, he's not going to die, and no, it's not fair, Uh, ethically, I think it's very fair since they're deciding to, you know, basically kill themselves for the purposes of an experiment. Yeah, so, you know, ethically, you know, it is fair because you're messing with things that you shouldn't be messing with, in my opinion. But anyway, he um, manages to jump starting back to life with um, the, uh, you know, the uh, heart... Uh, jolting uh, tools, I can't remember what they're actually called, but um, yeah, uh, the defibrillators I think they're called, he he wakes him up, uh, basically brings him back to life, and then the film ends, um, and that is it basically, so what I think um, that movie lacked in was, it was more about redemption, psychological uh, trauma than um, actually afterlife because they didn't gain any knowledge from afterlife at all it was all about what they'd done in the past bar bar William Baldwin, uh, Joe you know all the rest it was nothing to do they didn't learn anything about afterlife which I guess the moral of the story is don't mess with things that aren't to be messed with you know which you things that we just can't understand which is death once when you die you're not meant to come back so you know the whole thing the whole um concept is flawed with the fact that they don't actually receive any knowledge from afterlife you know so um it was more a psych- a psycho- a psychological um therapy really for them all than um actually finding out anything about what happens when you die um so all in all I, i'd give the movie um a i'd give the movie about a six out of ten and I feel like that's being quite generous um you know I, they were all very young as well in acting, in their acting roles. And, you know, it was young, early life, early life, um, uh, career for all of them. Uh, you know, they'd all been in a lot of things, I think, prior. But, um, because it's 1990. So they were all, um, at I think they were their peak of acting, actually. As in, they were get they must, at that time, they were getting a lot of, um, movie roles. And from the 80s, too, they, they had, they had a lot of movie roles. But, um i i'd say that you know they're they're all all the characters acted very well in the, the movie you know it was they did very good but um the story itself and the movie itself in a whole as a whole is definitely i would definitely give it no more than six out of ten um you know it Obviously, I've, I've, there's a lot of things, a lot of scenes that uh, we didn't, I hadn't touched on. But if you have any um, things you want to uh, say about the movie, or once you've watched the movie, if you want to um, bring up some points or bring up some views about what you think about it, and if you think it's a, you know, my rating's um uh, quite. Uh, harsh uh then that's up to you if you maybe you have a a harsher um a rating maybe you have a a better rating but i'd like to know what you uh what you think about the movie and um if you've watched it when you were younger and now watching it now with present day and what you think about it um what what might happen is uh i might revisit and not re- revisit this movie by watching the remake and to see if um it's any better i've had um discussions with people that have watched the remake of this and they've said it's not really a good movie at all so what we can say is maybe um the movie itself isn't the best of concepts i mean it's a good concept but it's not being portrayed well enough to uh, be you know a great movie uh, due to the lack of, um, knowledge on afterlife, that's was what I believe, so, what, what we'll do is, um, on a later date, we, uh, on another, um, episode, we can go over, um, the remake, and, uh, we'll watch the remake and go over that, um, so thank you for, um, listening to the first ever, po- uh, podcast, uh, episode of, um, the movie discussion cooker and um, I can't wait to hear from you and your views Uh, thank you and uh, bye